What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Thoughts with Dan, where I talk about things that annoy me. Let's get started. What's up everybody and in today's episode I'm going to talk about something that's always annoyed me for the longest and that's the job market in general. You know we've all been there after graduating high school or college trying to get that first job and they say that you need job experience first to get a job before they hire you and then you're forever in this spinning wheel of how do I get a job if I need experience first but no one's ever going to hire me. I'm sure we've all asked ourselves that question and we thought it was stupid and then that forever spinning wheel of the catch-22. So that's something that's always annoyed me in general and I'm pretty sure it's not just true in America. I'm pretty sure it's true generally anywhere that annoying catch-22 for the little guy trying to make his way in society. So not only that, but I'm just also annoyed in general on these dumb qualifications that I always be seeing on LinkedIn or any other job sites. Like, for example, like you need an associate's degree at some places to be shift managers at different places. Or you need these high and mighty qualifications to work at Dairy Queen. I'm like, no offense to the people that work at Dairy Queen. Like, somebody's got to make Warren Buffett rich. But I'm like, I always just laugh when I always see, like, you need associate's degrees now to be assistant managers. And I just laugh. I'm like, that's stupid. That's a low-level, menial job that honestly anybody should be able to do and anybody with some on-the-job training should honestly be able to handle that job if we're being real. But for some reason now I'm seeing that pop up everywhere. Especially LinkedIn all these low-level menial jobs where you need some college. And I just think it's dumb. And I laugh every time. Like I was looking on LinkedIn and I saw these different applications for people to work at prisons. Whether it's private, no matter how you feel about that or like local, state, and federal prisons. And and like these are dangerous places to work. Like this isn't some babysitting cakewalk kind of thing. Like you're working with hardened criminals. And I'm looking at the qualifications. And it's even funnier than the qualifications needed is I'm looking at the starting pay at some places like $12 an hour. <laughs> and I just laugh. Like you want people to risk their lives and come with all these qualifications just to pay them $12 an hour to start? And it just seems to me that only in America is someone okay. Like, I want to ask the hiring manager and ask him, why did he think that was okay to put a dangerous job up for $12 an hour? And who okayed that? And who greenlit that? Some of this stuff just makes you wonder, honestly. And this brings me to the next part of this BS of what happened to on-the-job training. You know, what happened to apprenticeships? Whatever happened to learn as you go, and whatever happened to the days where an employer, get this, saw you as valuable, and saw you as worth it, and took the time, and took the chance to invest in you, and watch you learn, and watch you grow, and move up, so that you become more valuable to them, you gain skill, and then you become more productive, and more profitable to the company, to exploit you, that you can make them more money. And what really annoys me is the fact that society in general, society, the media, has sold this lie that you need a degree to be successful. They sold you this lie that you need to sell your soul to an institution, that you need to go in lots of debt for the promised illusion of success. That after you graduate with this promised illusion and lie of faith success because you have a piece of paper that's way overpriced, 
might even make an episode just on that in general. Then you hate your life trying to pay it back, working at McDonald's or someplace, eight, twelve bucks an hour trying to pay back your two hundred thousand dollar degree in puppetry. And like and we laugh, but that happens alarmingly often and more often than you would even think. Like, yes, and you think that and then you know, you go to LinkedIn and you have a degree in liberal arts and then P Wendy's wants to pull up with that assistant manager slot for 15 bucks an hour and it's like everyone's doing the math like how are you supposed to live on that how are you supposed to live on 15 bucks an hour pay your bills plus pay back that debt that accrues interest by the way and this further fuels my annoyance that corporations don't care about you that they want you to bear all the risk they want you to bear all the work they want you to take your time out of your day to figure out how you're gonna pay to go to school pay to get all these qualifications and then you would think in an ideal world since you've paid and you're coming up front with all the risk you're coming up front with all the qualifications all the schooling all the work all the certifications you would think at that point that they would pay you a more fair wage but shockingly actually not shockingly at least in America that is generally not the case you know, they want you to bear all the work. They want you to bear all the risk. And then they don't even want to share the reward with you. They want you to bear all the risk, and then they want you to work you to the bone, and then they take all the profits. And they tend to not like to share. And quite frankly, I think that that's BS. I would even dare to say it's evil and even immoral. And honestly, we just got to look into why... Is that okay? We got to look into why did that become normal? How did that become normal? And honestly, how did this way of thinking, how did this way of business become acceptable? Obviously, I am no economist. Obviously, I am no credentialed professor that can pull out a 50-page PowerPoint on how the economics in America and the economy in general happened. But as again, I'm just a basic guy who sees a problem. And I'm just going to put out my two cents. Whether you agree with me or not, it's Thoughts of Dan. It's what we do on Thoughts of Dan. He hear me spew what I think on stuff that's annoying. And honestly, one of the big things that happened, in my opinion, is that back in the 80s, when uh, you know the Republicans holy grail, Ronald Reagan decided to roll back restrictions that didn't allow companies before to reinvest their profits into the stock but they made them use their money in other ways and before Ronald Reagan came into power that used to be the thing and what we generally see as a trend is that during the you know 50s 60s and that general time area time period we saw wages going up we saw powerful strong unions we saw workers being treated more fairly we saw workers that tended to have more bargaining power and when you saw that wages tend to, tended to go up quality of life tended to go up general happiness tended to go up used to have the days where you could have one working parent used to have a job that was able to sustain a house two cars send your kid to college and retire like that didn't come by accident that happened because workers tended to have more leverage to get those things done and that's what happened but then you started to see in the 80s the Ronald Reagan came along and he rolled back restrictions so now companies were allowed to take their profits and invest it back into their stocks so that they could purchase stocks and what that did is that artificially raised the stock price 
right? So the more share more shareholders were interested in the company, obviously they were more flush with cash. So then once Reagan rolled back those restrictions, companies decided to not invest their money in workers as much, or employees as much, or on facilities as much, or equipment. They would rather just take all the money and just dump it into themselves. And obviously we know that CEOs would always say in general that if, hey, if I hit this target point or if I do this, this, and this, then I'll get a fat bonus. And obviously, guess what? If a CEO wants a fat bonus to make $100 million as a bonus, then obviously they're not going to give their money to you. They're going to take as much of that money as possible to reinvest it so they can hit that target. And that's what we saw happening in the 80s. And we, and obviously, the consequences that we live with now are because of that. And obviously, I'm not putting all the blame just on that one thing. But that's just something that I see and notice that I bear and believe is significant in how we got to the current job market that we have in America. You know, that's just one theory that I have or one piece of the puzzle that happened back in the 80s that kind of helped feed company greed. You know, and obviously my theory on why all this is happening is shocker. Companies are greedy. I'm sure we all know that, and I'm sure we all agree on that to some extent. No matter what companies want to tell you, no matter what ad campaign they say, or whatever promotional video the CEO sends, like he's greedy, the company's greedy. They're just out to make a profit off the backs of whoever possible to increase their bottom line. And what I've noticed and seen is that companies want to set the bar ridiculously high for crappy positions like that Wendy's example that I brought up, like them guard positions I see on LinkedIn all the time, and pay them virtually nothing. And when I say nothing, I'm not talking about zero dollars. Nothing to me is any job that doesn't pay a living wage. At least in America, you need to be making at least 20 to $23 an hour to be making a decent wage. And, yeah, so they don't want to pay the workers with all these credentials, all these degrees, anything. They want them to bear all the risks, and they want to pay them the lowest wage possible. So then, when you have a regular guy who comes along off the street with no degree, he may or may not have manual labor skills, then, you know, they have this garbage justification that, hey, if I pay the guy with degrees, with skills, with proven talent and letters up and down the street and I already pay him nothing, then why should I pay you the same thing that he makes? You know, because then if I pay you, the girl with no skills, the same thing that he makes, then he's going to want to demand more money, and then there's going to be a whole corporate uproar and up the economic tree, which nobody wants, so then they just go with the path of least resistance, and they want to pay that guy less than nothing. And then, to me, this cycle happens perpetually, until you get to a point where you're in a situation like America, and I'm sure other places around the world, where we have this staggering statistic. I was actually looking this up because I always suspected it, but I just wanted to look it up just to make sure I wasn't pulling numbers just out the air. But I came across this statistic, which in my general living knowledge and daily life, that makes sense, that 50% of Americans make between $12.50. Say that again. 50% of Americans make between $12.50 an hour and $20 an hour. And I think most of us can agree that that's not exactly great. They obviously, most Americans are clawing and fighting to try to get to the $20 an hour range, which again really isn't 
that much to make it in America, especially depending on what part you live in, especially when you factor in rent and medical health insurance, like you're pretty much wiped out. And again, that's not great. As in, so then we live in this dystopia where that's kind of the normal of the haves and the half-nots, a pretty big divide. And then that's where we go to articles all the time that I've read, a couple of them actually, where we have articles saying that $75,000 a year buys happiness. Now obviously I laugh because 75000 isn't a lot of money. I granted that's probably a lot of money to a lot of people, but in the grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of life, $75,000 isn't that much money. And that ain't exactly enough to live large and super happy in the USA. You know, I'm just saying, articles like this just goes to show how sad and pathetic our wages really are. This just goes to show how poorly America in general and corporate America honestly treats their workers. For people that make $75,000 a year are economic gods and everyone else seems to be treated like peasants getting by with just the scraps. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, that's the sad state of the working place in America. And honestly, I hope this changes. And if you guys are listening to my other episodes and putting those points into practice, maybe we can start to see some change in this. Well, that's all I got for today. Thanks for listening to this episode, and I'll catch you in the next one.